0: snipings on Buzdrez here. Okay, I'm pretty sure I got ghosted this weekend. Not positive, but about 95% sure. I'll tell you the story in just a moment. Here's what happened. Okay, Friday. I'm looking at my calendar. It's Friday. It's the weekend. I've got nothing going on. So I call up my friend, Johnny Reinhardt, who's one of my closest friends. A fabulous... Drag live singer. Honestly, one of the best I've ever seen. And you should actually go follow Johnny Reinhardt, J O N N I E R E I N H A R T. Amazing, amazing performer, but also amazing friend. And <laughs> you'll understand why uh, by the end of this story. I call up Johnny, and I'm like, Johnny, I got nothing to do this weekend. Johnny's like, I got nothing to do this weekend. So we're sitting here brainstorming. What should we do? Maybe we should go to Vegas. Maybe Oh, here's an idea. Let's go stay in a haunted hotel. And so Johnny's all on board for this, and... Yeah, in theory, I'm like, yeah, I want to stay in a haunted hotel for my booze, for my listeners. You guys deserve to hear my story of me staying in a haunted hotel. I'll do it for you guys. Didn't, you know, I I didn't think about it much. I didn't think about the fact that I was going to be sleeping in a room that a ghost lives in. I just thought, yeah, we'll go to a haunted place. I didn't realize, like, you know, I need a full eight hours. So... I find, you know, I'm, I'm searching for haunted hotels in Southern California, and I find this one in a town called Julian, and it's San Diego County, um, I think it took us about an hour from San Diego, and it's this place called the Julian Gold Rush Hotel, and Basically, what I read online is that it's haunted, that it's haunted by a man named Albert Robinson. He and his wife, Margaret, were freed slaves and uh, they actually built this. uh, Well, there was this building that was a, a bakery and a tavern and they turned it into the Hotel Robinson in 1897. And then uh, Albert died in 1915. His wife sold it in 1921, and then eventually the new owners opened up this. You know, they changed the name and and turned it into the Julian Gold Rush Hotel. So the ghost stories that I'm reading about are that uh, in room 10, which was his room, uh, freshly made beds unmake themselves. There's the impression of somebody sitting on the bed, but there's nobody there. People often smell pipe smoke because he loved to to smoke a, a pipe, pipe tobacco. There's cold spots, slamming doors, windows opening and closing. And apparently Albert is also really, you know, he likes to play jokes on people or something. Like he likes to hide people's things and put them in different parts of the hotel. And uh, apparently there was like another ghost we start reading about that at one point there was sightings of balls of fire speeding around the hotel from the outside windows and windows breaking. And then there was some other story we read about there was an exorcism and now that spirit is gone. But now just the nice spirit who's Albert, he's still there. I'm not really sure, but I'm like, this sounds great. So we book a room. And we head on down to San Diego on Saturday. So I'm like calling the place just to confirm the reservation. And they're like, oh yeah, we'll see you Sunday. And I'm like, are you, we're like almost in San Diego. And I'm like, damn it, I'm so stupid. i was so excited that I accidentally booked the wrong day. So I'm like, great, well, we're ready in San Diego, so let's just, you know, find a a room, and we'll go to other haunted places in San Diego. So we go to the Whaley House, which is, you know, super-duper popular in the paranormal world. Uh, A lot of those TV shows have been to the Whaley House, and we could do a whole nother episode about the Whaley House if you haven't heard of it or been there. But it's this house in Old Town, uh, San Diego, And, you know, it it was not only the home of the Whaley family, but it was also where they had the county courthouse at one time and San Diego's first commercial theater. There's a general store, a ballroom, a billiard hall, a school. You know, it was it was a whole a whole a whole thing. And it's apparently been haunted for years. The first ghost that haunted it was named Yankee Jim James Robinson, who was convicted of attempted grand larceny. And in in 1852, he was hanged uh, on a gallows off the back of a wagon on the site where the house now is. So then when the Whaley's were living there, it was already haunted, and now it's... Haunted by the Whaley family as well, but there was the suicide of Violet Whaley in 1885. There was Anna Whaley, who, P.S., my favorite TV show, Celebrity Ghost Stories, Regis Philbin was on, and he told the story of a time when he stayed at the Whaley house when he was like a young reporter, I believe, and he was visited by the spirit of Anna Whaley. And then there's also Thomas Whaley. There's it's very haunted. Anyway, so we go there. We didn't realize that it was Comic Con weekend. So it was real tough to find a hotel room. Very much a a Mary and Joseph situation as we're looking for an inn. We finally eventually found someplace. But we didn't we didn't realize that going in. So we go to the Whaley House. It's a little bit busy. It's kind of a touristy destination. Unfortunately, No paranormal activity happened that we experienced. Um, I had been there before, and I can't remember anything happening there. Maybe the ghosts were at Comic-Con. I don't know. But... So then we go over to the Hotel del Coronado, which is one of my favorite places in the world. And I've stayed there before. And it's also haunted, they say. But And I, I wanted to get a room there. But I was like talking to a lady that worked there. And she wasn't really sure what I was talking I was asking her about ghosts. And she was like, what? No. Uh, I don't know about that. So I was just like, never mind. It's fine. I'll come back some other time. So that was the first day. So then we go to Julian. Amazing town. Wonderful. Just You know, you get off of the main freeway and you go like a couple 22 miles or something down this windy uh, country road, basically, until you get to this beautiful town of Julian. And it's basically where we were saying it's like one street and it's kind of an old town and there's different restaurants and and stores. And then there's a couple of bed and breakfasts. And the Julian Gold Rush Hotel is at the end of the street. And so we go there. And I want to make it very, very clear that, you know, I, I, I'm in mean, kind of a weird predicament because I don't think that the the business itself wants people to talk about the ghosts so much. I mean, I don't think they can control what people will say about their experience, but. Um, I don't. They're not the kind of venue that's like, come on in, we've got ghosts. So I do want to say that my experience there was amazing. All of the employees that worked there were so good. It really felt like your home. Like they treated us so well. There was a tea time. It was delicious little uh, treats and, and tea and coffee and um, just a clean place. And I could not, honestly, five stars on Yelp. I loved my experience there. However, I did know that it was haunted because I was told by the internet. So we go there, we check in, we get we get the haunted room, room 10. We requested it, they had it. And I said to the lady, is it haunted? And she said, uh, I don't like talking about that stuff. And I was like, but is it? And she was like, do you want it to be? And I was like, kinda. And she was like, then it is. So... We go up to the room. It's very small. It's just like a bed and there's um, a bathroom and there's a dresser with a mirror and an AC unit and like a, a, a chest that you can hang like, you know, clothes in. And as soon as we get in the room, I'm like, okay, I feel fine. You know, and in case you don't know this about me, I'm not a psychic. I'm not a medium, not a clairvoyant, but I have had many experiences with knowing what it feels like when a ghost is in the room. And I didn't have that feeling. I was just like, okay, this is great. Maybe the ghost isn't here. And and in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't really want this ghost to be here. I'm fine with it. And Johnny, my friend that I'm with, has never had a paranormal experience. And frankly, I don't know how much he believes it. He believes... People like me and other friends of his that have had experiences. So, you know, he believes that that truly did happen to us. But, you know, he hasn't had it happen for himself. So, you know. So we're just kind of chilling in the room. And then we're like, okay, let's like, you know, go wander around the town. And I start getting the feeling in this little tiny room. Like, oh, no, it feels like there's somebody else in here that I can't see. And so I just kind of said, listen, Albert, we mean you no harm. Um, just please don't scare me. Whatever you do, and as I said that, I felt a little brush by my leg, just not a not a hit, nothing like that, just like a brush, and I and you know, listen, it's possible that. I don't know what it was. Maybe a bug flew by. No, I don't think that happened. I don't know. I'm just trying to rationalize because <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to make it sound like this place is a big scary, spooky place to be. Um, but I did feel something on my leg, and I freaked out. And I was just like, "Okay, I told this ghost not to scare me, and it scared me anyway. Maybe he is playful and having a good time, but I'm not." So I ran out of the room and I went outside. And then you know Johnny hangs out. He takes a shower. And for Johnny, all he cares about, he's just like you know what? I'm just staying in a hotel. No big deal. As I'm like constantly on edge, and I'm you know in my mind, I'm thinking this place is haunted. So that's why I say it could be in my head, but I don't. I don't know. I'm pretty convinced. So another thing I should mention: on our first day, we had so much free time. And we did a lot of research about Albert Robinson and the hotel, and we did read a lot about how he liked to smoke his pipe and how people smell the the pipe smoke. So we're like, you know, it'd be fun if we went to an antique store and got got a pipe and got it for him. We can lay it out. Maybe we can get some pipe tobacco, leave it there, you know, just sort of let him know we're friends. We mean no harm. We don't want any problems. And so we did get the pipe. We put it out on the dresser and... Uh, Johnny decided that he wanted to take the pipe uh, with him downstairs and like, you know, we've never used one of those pipes before, so we wanted to see what it was like. So we go down outside and he was like, oh, I guess I don't have the pipe. I thought I brought it with me. And so he's like, "Okay, let me go back upstairs to get the pipe. And the pipe is sitting on the top of the stairs. Now I don't know. It's a cool. It, it, maybe he dropped it out of his pocket. It's possible. But I said to him, you know, did you drop it? And he goes, I feel like I would have heard that. So he goes back upstairs and drops the pipe on the top of the stairs just to see if he would have heard that sound. And he was like, mm, I feel like I would have heard that. That's very weird. Uh, so we don't know what happened there. It was just a little bit strange. But I was like, okay, maybe John is becoming a believer. So we wander around the town, we come back, and Johnny's reading. Oh, another thing. Okay. The the lady at the front desk, as we talked about being haunted, you know, she she said she didn't believe in this stuff, she didn't really want to talk about it. And she did say that there's a notebook in the dresser where people tell their experience of staying in the hotel. So Johnny's reading it. I'm too scared at this point. And he's going, oh, Roz, you don't want to read this one. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't want to read this one either. And it's a lot of stuff about people, like when they're sleeping, things happening. And everyone knows you don't mess with Roz Dress for Less when she's sleeping. Apparently, this ghost has not heard my podcast. So I'm real nervous at this point. And I just got to get out of the room. And so, you know, we're just, we have the tea time. It's wonderful. We do a puzzle that they had in the lobby and it was so much fun. We stayed up, well, we stayed up, you know, at about 7 p.m. The whole town is just a ghost town, uh, pun intended. There's nobody around. Uh, It was also a Sunday. And so, you know, it feels like it's midnight when it's like 8 p.m. So we're just like there, you know, doing a puzzle by ourselves in the lobby. And then another employee comes by and she does the night shift. And we're sort of like, so is this place haunted? Like, what are the stories? And she was just like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to. She's just like, I have to be here alone. I don't want to think about that. And she said, um, she said, listen, whatever you come to this place for you will find it, so to me that means it's haunted, so I didn't have any spooky feelings when we're in the ho- when we're in the lobby or anything like that. Then we go up to the room and I was like, let's just like watch a movie on your laptop. I'm starting to get a little uneasy, so we put on the my favorite movie that I've seen in the past year, second act starring Jennifer Lopez and uh, Leah Remini because I knew it would put me in a good mood so we put it on we're watching the second act and I start getting that feeling as we're sitting on we're laying on the bed in this room I start feeling like ooh, someone else is here don't like that because I knew bedtime was soon and then the feeling would go away and then would come back and go away and then I was like okay it's time for bed because I start getting tired and again Johnny's just like we're in a hotel room I'm gonna go to bed at a reasonable hour And so, and he's someone that can just sleep like a rock. No big deal. But I'm like, well, if I'm going to bed here, the lights are staying on. And he's just like being a real good friend about it. Just like, okay, fine, whatever. So we got the AC blasting. I'm genuinely sleepy. And I'm dozing off. He's dozing off. And every once in a while, we'll kind of check in on each other. Just everything good? You fine? Okay. And the AC is blasting, so you can't really hear much. But every once in a while, you know, I'd hear somebody walk through the hallway. And I'd just go, oh, oh, God. And then, you know, everything's fine. And I get so scared at this point that I'm just like... I'm pulling the covers over my head, which is something I've never really done. You know, I've talked to many people on this podcast that say, yeah, I put the covers over the head. What does that do? Well, at least maybe it blocks out some of the sound. So I put the covers over my head, and it's so hot underneath these covers. And especially with my breathing, I can barely breathe, and it's hot. But I'm like, I don't know how else I'm going to get through this night. And I'm dozing off, and I kind of feel like the 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 blankets because you know the blankets are straight up tucked underneath the top of my head and I start feeling them kind of like get pulled back just a little bit like just lifted and it's so cold in the room because of the AC that my head starts getting cold as I'm like sweating underneath these blankets and I'm like oh that feels nice so I kind of pull the blanket off to be like yeah Johnny I'm fine and Johnny is passed out with his back toward me He's there's no way that he was lifting up those covers. Now, is it possible that maybe the covers were like, you know, they just naturally came off me or maybe maybe Johnny moved and it made them come off? That is possible. But either way, it freaked me the fuck out. And I said, Nope, I'm out of here. Because it's 2 a.m. at this point, and breakfast was until 8 a.m., and there was no way that I'm going to be sticking around for six hours thinking that a ghost is, what's that at? The foot of my bed! I'm not doing that. It's just a cute little song. It's not my real life. So, I, just, I said, Johnny, listen, I'm sorry to wake you up, but I can't do this. I mean, this place is lovely, but I'm pretty sure there's a ghost here, and I'm sure it's a nice ghost, but... I I can't. I just can't. I got got enough of a story to tell my listeners. I'm not sticking around much longer. So I told Johnny, listen, you can stay here all night. I'll go. I'll go back to San Diego and I'll come pick you up and we'll do breakfast together. But I'm leaving. And he's like, well, if you're leaving, then I'm leaving. So we got in the car and we drove back to L.A. And (laughs) we hit a little bit of traffic around 5 a.m. and uh, got home about 6, 6.30, something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was so dramatic. I literally just, like, left the keys at the front desk. There was nobody there, and I was just like, we're out of here. We packed up and left. So, again, I don't want to, you know, I feel that my listeners like this kind of stuff, and if anything, this might make you want to go stay there. So I'm just not trying to, to you know, further any... Um, bad publicity for the for the hotel or anything because I, I didn't feel that way at all and again I think a lot of it could have been in my head I don't know but it fell real real to me <sighs> was I ghosted let's go on with the show <laughs> I'm joined by one of my bestest friends in the entire world. She's an actress. She's been seen on The Mindy Project and a guest book on TBS um, and many an indie film. And she's the lead singer of the band. Color TV, which is just a a powerhouse of a power pop band in Los Angeles,
1: Tipper Newton! Hi, thank you, thank you. Wow, thanks for the intro, I mean.
0: I love how I say your name, Tipper New-in. Newton. Yeah. Newton. Hi, Tipper.
1: Hi, Roz. I'm so happy you're here. Thanks for having me. Uh,
0: I wanted you to be on this since the beginning of time, but... You hadn't really had any ghostly experiences.
1: That's true. Unfortunately. But um, then
0: enter me and I I will be the one to bring them out in you. Like
1: oh the gates of hell just open right up.
0: <laughs> Cuz as we all know ghosts love me. So the other day you invited me to go to a séance mm-hmm. and the ghosts came out to play.
1: It's true they were there. Um we, we now think we, we do have to say like we can't fully talk about I know it's this. very it's...
0: interesting the scenario
1: um the uh what uh, supernatural entertainer what was paranormal entertainer that uh hosted Ooh. the seance um likes to keep very under wraps,
0: yeah, he doesn't he does not want us to publicize it we don't know why necessarily but you know he seems like a very sweet guy yeah and he um you know is just a little side business or i don't even know if it's necessarily a business maybe a side hobby something that he does for fun where he likes to reenact um Victorian-style Victorian seance. seances. And he's also a historian of it. And he was telling us about, you know, how various times in history, like after the Civil War, it was really a popular thing for people to hire someone, a medium or somebody to lead a seance. And they would sometimes do a little bit of trickery to make it seem like the dead loved one of a family Um was still present and still yeah. making contact with it as a therapeutic thing. You know, it was something that was meant to be a a good thing for these people that were grieving. So we're not fully sure how much was real and how right. much wasn't. And he did warn us that he was like, you know, a lot of this is going to be entertainment, but he said, I'll do a couple of little tricks that might jumpstart the activity. And some
1: creepy stuff. Other stuff might happen.
0: Yeah. But uh, it, he's like, what I do Gets people gets the spirits, you know, warmed up. <laughs> Gives them a little poke, and yeah, then really they, gets them going. Really gets them going. And so what we did was okay. You invited me to the sands, your yeah. friend's store.
1: Yeah, which we can talk. Say their store. Oh yeah, let's is, give them a plug. It's called Kids Jewelry Heist in South Pasadena.
0: I love that place. It is the coolest. The decor is amazing.
1: Yeah, they really uh, invested time in the the. A visual of the store. I know, like all
0: the details. Uh, So many tchotchkes. Tchotchkes, as far as the eye could see. Yeah. And they make jewelry and you can like go there if you have like a birthday party and you want to have a fun little jewelry making session. Kids is the place to go.
1: Yeah, so it was a good setting for this. Um,
0: But they had also had paranormal activity.
1: Yeah, they had said like I think the main thing was like the uh, late at night there was like there's a toy store in the front of the store and then in the back is the jewelry parlor and they said like people would complain like there's a young child dancing with a toy in the window at like night they said that late at night one night
0: they're staying around you know doing some administrative work or whatever you do when you own a business and they the cops knock on the door and the cops are like, hey, we've had multiple right. reports that there's a little girl <laughs> dancing in the window. With a toy. With a toy. Now, that's spooky. Yeah. And so, you know, they're probably just checking in. Who's this little girl? Where's her parents? And they're like, um, you can look around. And there's nobody there.
1: Because it was closed. And and supposedly this uh, this little girl's name is Sally. Right.
0: So, we think Sally might be there. She might have been a part of this seance. We were
1: trying to, we were contact, trying to contact her in her. this uh seance. Yeah,
0: there was also another story of the the place almost burning down. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, where one of the guys was there late at night, and something kept like drawing him back to stay, and he was just like cleaning things or working on odd jobs and every time he was like well i'll go now i'll go home he something would be like "Mm, no i think i'll stay and then he felt like a present sit down next to him and um and then again right before he was gonna go he like looked in the break room and like a toaster had like a plate on it and it was like a paper plate that was like burning red embers yeah so it's like the place would have burned down.
0: Yes. And during the seance, we asked Sally, were you the one that was trying to save it? Or, you know, were you trying to save this place from burning down? She said, said yeah. yes. She did say yes. Yeah. So we do this seance. Yeah. And the first thing we did was a letter board. Yeah, which is very similar to a Ouija board. Yeah, where he had a table with a bunch of Scrabble letters. Yeah, um, I think the full alphabet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a full around alphabet. you know around the outside of the um, the outside rim of the of the table, and then a couple of people would put their hand on a, a cup that was upside down and then move it around to 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 each letter to spell something out. Yeah, and. I remember one thing that he said that, honestly, sadly, I've never heard this. Um, But, of course, I mean, it is a true thing, but I just never had heard it. I don't know why. But he said it's very important that when you do Ouija boards or these kind of things that everybody lifts their hands at the same time. Oh, right, because
1: you don't want to mess up the energy, I think he was saying. I guess so, yeah. We didn't really get – there were words hidden in words. We -hmm. didn't really get a message. Yeah. It was more like (sighs) – yeah. Or like, peshkoit, or yeah. something like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then maybe bit. you'd be like, wait, but the word by is in between these other words, yeah, these yeah. other letters.
0: Well, listen, if it was little Sally, she might not know how to spell yet.
1: That's true. We don't know how old she was.
0: Yeah. But you know who would be great at doing a seance or a letter board like that is Vanna White.
1: <gasps> oh, my
0: God! The way it was moving to each letter. Yeah. It was... it was like, give me an A, give me a B, like. Yeah, or Dang. a cheerleading team.
1: Yeah, and basically anybody who yells spells? out <laughs> spells, yeah, words would be great.
0: Yeah, so we did that, and then he also gave us all these meters, like, you know those meters that yeah
1: that read the energy of the room. I think that's what was doing. I always I'm forget. Not an expert here. I know
0: I'm not a ghost hunter, but, but those
1: were going off the charts. Like they we were asking questions, and sometimes. They were screaming.
0: And the weird thing was I was holding one very much to myself. Yeah. I mean, I was like not about I to remember. share. It was like, <laughs> you're right next you to You know me.
1: what? Can, you know, hand it over. Give someone else a shot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like looking at it, like not letting anyone else <laughs> see. But as everyone would be like, oh, mine just lit up. Mine lit up, too. And yeah. I wasn't even like trying to be like, yeah, mine did, too. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I want to be like everyone else. Like, no, mine like literally lit up. So
1: And there was like uh, bells placed all over the room. Okay, well that Oh,
0: we're gonna get to that. Yeah. Okay. Well that's when we got over is that the second oh, we also the first thing we did was pendulums.
1: Oh yeah. That was fun. Uh, mine was moving. I mine mean did, too. mine I made mine move with my mind.
0: Yeah. And so a pendulum you know, he was telling us you could make one out of anything, really. But essentially what it is is like a chain with a crystal at the end. Yeah. And you hold it out. You ask a question. If it goes frontward back and forth, then that means yes. If it goes right to left or, you know, sideways back and forth, that means no. Yeah. And it was
1: happening. And I guess he was kind of explaining how, like, subconsciously – you're moving it, even though yes. it doesn't. It looks like your hand is completely still.
0: Yeah, he called it the idiomotor effect or something like something that. something like that. Yeah, that you know, it's because he is it, the the man was also a skeptic, right? Um, at heart, and so he was telling us that yeah, idiomotor. Um, you know that that's a lot of what moving around the Ouija is. You know, it's it's like a subconscious, um vibration in your body that can you can make something happen
1: yeah but it was cool because like my hand was totally still and i'm pretty sure i moved the pendulum with my mind
0: i know and mine like i'm naturally sitting there like do you think this look is cute on me (laughs) and then it was like yes and then i'm like you
1: could like relax the rest of the night i
0: know Yeah, yeah yeah and i was like does my ass look fat in these (laughs) jeans and it was like no and i'm like oh okay yeah so i felt good the pendulum i mean sally was she was telling it like it was yeah and okay so then we go do the seance the 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 big enchilada
1: yeah we're sitting we're sitting around a circle okay the lights are low Mm -hmm. it's quiet set the mood set the mood two candles are lit Bells are placed all around the table. Yes. Uh, And
0: there were 12 of us. mm -hmm. And I think only nine people could fit at the table, something like that.
1: Yeah, that sounds right. Big
0: table. A beautiful table. Sturdy. Sturdy table. Sturdy. And so we're all holding hands. And he played a very spooky incantation recording.
1: It was like imagine it was like straight up exorcist like yeah the voice it was deep and booming and like echoey and like
0: and apparently it was a way to summon spirits
1: it was it was exactly what you would want to hear yeah in that situation um I feel like sometimes people might play those recordings and you're like, well, this isn't really that scary. This was spooky. It was spooky. It was
0: straight up Evil Dead. Yeah. Like, I was, there was a moment for sure when I was sitting there and I was like, okay, this is, how, this is my horror movie. And I don't know any of these people. <laughs> and I don't know if this man is summoning demons right now. I don't know what's happening.
1: Yeah. Anything but I'm going to go along with possible.
0: it. So we're holding hands and not much is happening. We're just kind of asking questions, and you know, every once in a while, we'd lo- we'd we'd ask a question. And everyone's meter would go, you know, either all the way once for yes or twice for no. And we would ask, you know, natural questions like, "Why am I still single?" No, we would ask like, <laughs> "What would we ask like, um, Sally, are you here?" You know, right, uh, that kind uh, of Sally?
1: Thing. Uh, did you die here?
0: Yeah, Sally?
1: Did you? Are you happy here?
0: She didn't want to offer much information about uh, no. her
1: death or. No, and she honestly, she was very positive. She like, was. And um, I almost would have liked a little more negativity for the spooky factor. Like, I wish she almost had died there because it would have made it creepier. <laughs>
0: Well, it's a toy store. Maybe she just liked the toys. I
1: mean, she's dancing in the window. For
0: goodness (laughs) sakes.
1: Well, he also
0: had a couple of haunted objects. Yeah, which
1: I don't know if we can. I don't know. We were saying we don't know how much we're supposed to talk about this. Can we even say what the haunted objects were? Let's
0: not. But they were haunted objects. There were
1: haunted objects. And so,
0: he, you know, essentially what we were trying to do was just contact a spirit. Of yeah, some sort. All. So he's like, listen, if Sally's not here, I got my old faithfuls in the corner. Like these, these are the. This is going
1: to bring someone. Someone's
0: going to come through. Yeah. So. Then things start getting a little crazy because he pulls out. The, well, we've got this bell on the table.
1: Yeah, there's a couple bell- bells around the room.
0: And he tells us that one of his haunted objects is attached to a spirit, and we will protect the name of, of the spirit. Of the spirit. We'll
1: cha- all names have been changed. Yes. Sally's the real name.
0: That Sally is a real um, name. Um, but this one's name is um, Stephanie. And is that, <laughs> is that a good name?
1: Uh, it's like kind of long, and oh, okay. Sally starts with an S. Just go oh, with it.
0: Okay, so this is Tiffany. Tif- <laughs> this is just as long. <laughs> okay, so Tiffany, Tiffany of the spirit, is. Um, he tells us that you know she likes to use the bell, so we try to summon up Tiffany.
1: Oh wait, can I mention something? I won't go into specifics. Okay. He did say that Tiffany enjoyed pain. Mm. and so he did hurt himself to get tiffany to appear yes
0: that's true okay. i don't know i if was, I gonna, leave I was oh, gonna leave that i was gonna leave that part out but yeah you're right i don't
1: maybe he, i shouldn't have said that no no, no, no it's fine that was he, actually like one of the best parts
0: it was it was a very entertaining part he was like i'm gonna hurt myself and as soon as he like did the thing to hurt himself bling, like yeah. the bell just like it was really cool and the bell like Physically like rang,
1: oh, yeah, you could see it, and let me tell you people uh, there there was not attached to any strings that I saw the bell you could move the, I could go and move the bell, yeah, if I wanted to, totally in you that could just table. Lift it up. It doesn't move.
0: Yeah, and that table belongs to the, the That's business. That's at the store. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he didn't. He didn't. You know, there was no wires that he drilled a hole through the table. Like it wasn't like that. Yeah. I mean, I was a little bit skeptical at first, but then I was like, there was definitely a moment where his hands. He was holding hands in the circle oh right the bell was ringing the meters were going off and there was a pendulum that was hanging on uh, a dresser that was like moving and i'm like okay there (laughs) might be like a little lever on one of his toes that he could do this right but i'm like unless he's got some kind of device in his butt cheeks (laughs) there's no way that all this shit is going down or right. maybe he had somebody waiting outside. But
1: he was like,
0: <laughs> I don't know. Walking
1: around, like, I don't know where the device would have been. I don't. <laughs> Except in his butt cheeks.
0: Now that's the real mystery <laughs> that we need to get to the bottom of. <laughs> but even what kind of device could that be? Like, I don't
1: know. Some like little a- machine
0: with a button that he had precise butt cheek, you know. <laughs> Pull that he could just he could just squeeze his butt cheek perfectly to move. Now I'm gonna move the pendulum. Now I'm gonna squeeze a little bit to the left, and then I'm gonna move the bell. Like I don't know about that.
1: That that's talent.
0: But we definitely had like what about two hours of contacting. A long time, yeah. It was a late night, and we we were. It was interesting because Sally would use the meters, and Tiffany would use the um the bell. Yeah. And so we had a lot of contact. I would say I would say we felt like we were having conversations. But then it got to a point where he was like, "Okay, I don't think that this is yes, Tiffany." There's anymore. there's a
1: spirit here that I they're like pretending to be Tiffany and I think we need to stop this right now because uh it's about to get dark. Something's uh going down. And I was hoping... I was like, no, keep the bad ghost around. Let's see what happens. No! Yes!
0: Uh -uh. Uh-uh. So, yeah, and then we pretty much end it. And he did, like, a nice little ceremony to clean out any Mm -hmm. negative energy. And that was our possibly real, possibly not seance. But I choose to believe that a lot of it was real.
1: Yeah, regardless... I had a great time. I had a wonderful
0: time with yeah. you. Um, so you have never had a ghost experience of your own other than that, right?
1: No. Um. The, the closest thing, the two closest things I would say is one time I had uh, a dream, which maybe or maybe not was a dream, actually. Okay. I was in bed. My eyes opened. The lights were on. There was a man in the doorway and he said, Get out of my house. And then that was it. That's all that happened.
0: But your lights were on as you were, were you just taking a nap? That's why or I what? was saying
1: it was like a dream because I had gone to bed. Uh huh. And in the dream, my eyes opened and the bedroom didn't look any different except for the lights was were on and there was a man in the doorway. Is this
0: where you currently live? Yeah.
1: But I've never had like I've never had any weird feelings or anything before or since then. So maybe it was just a dream. Maybe I wanted something so bad.
0: You just wanted a ghost experience. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I do I like <clears throat> I have uh some friends who told me their things that have happened, which they I checked with them. They said I could tell you. Oh, okay. So these have been approved. Okay, what are they? Um, I had a friend who uh, lived with her sister in an apartment in Los Angeles. And my friend, um, I think this happened like two or three times, when she was sitting on the couch, out of the corner of her eye, she saw a girl crying. Now... She didn't tell her sister this because she didn't want to freak out her sister.
0: But did she hear the girl crying? I asked
1: her. She said no, just saw the girl crying.
0: But only out of the corner of her eye. Yeah. So how can she tell she was crying?
1: I don't know. Maybe it's just one of those things like you know.
0: You just know. Yeah. The feeling you can or feel like, a sadness. Yeah, I think uh-huh. that was probably it.
1: Mm-hmm. So she never told her sister because she didn't want to scare her sister. Um, you know, they eventually moved out of that apartment. And she finally brought it up to her sister that she'd seen this girl. And her sister goes, I saw that girl crying in the hallway. And I didn't tell you because I didn't want to freak you out. Who's the
0: girl? I don't know. Why I, is she crying?
1: I don't know. And I... I wonder. I don't know if she ever looked into the apartment building or whatever. I yeah. should find out because I want to know.
0: Oof. Um What a scary ghost.
1: Yeah, that one's scary. Like I don't think it tried to hurt them or anything. No, but not it's at creep. all. Like I but don't want to
0: see that. I don't want to see. No, I don't want to see an alive girl crying. No,
1: not in my house, especially. No. Oh. Um, and then one of my best friends from high school, she shared a room with her sister. This is all about sisters. <laughs> oh,
0: the moral of the story. Sisters.
1: And um, she was sleeping. Usually they would sleep with like a, maybe a light on or maybe not a light on. And she woke up and there was like a light on. And um, she saw somebody in the hallway. And she like... She
0: sleeps with the door open?
1: Yeah, that's a big mistake. Big
0: mistake. Do you sleep with the door open? No me neither Never. closed doors
1: and closets deadbolt them deadbolted
0: yeah totally you put all your luggage under the bed just in case so that nothing can reach out and grab you no which P.S. the haunted bed and breakfast that I just stayed in um, allegedly haunted um, the bed was like high up and oh like, no a the... lot
1: of space underneath yes no
0: so like you better believe I like did a quick little run and jump to get on the bed each time
1: oh no but um oh so she saw the door was open saw somebody in the hallway she thought it was her dad or something and then they kind of like got closer and she was like oh they're see-through and then I know it's gonna sound real out there as they got closer, she realized it was Abraham Lincoln. The Abraham Lincoln? Yes. And From the penny? Yes. The one on the penny. The $5 bill? That's him. Okay. Got closer, came all the way up to her face, smiled, and then, like, disappeared. Now, she didn't bring this up to her sister or anybody because she was like, that could have been a dream, Whatever. Years later, she told her sister the story, and her sister goes, "You know, I thought I saw him in our closet once." Huh. Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, which is like, maybe it was just it, maybe it was just a guy who looked like him.
0: You know that the two of us, one of our favorite things is celebrity impersonators. Oh yeah, we love celebrity impersonators, and we love to go to celebrity impersonator websites, websites. <sighs> and look at all the celebrity lookalikes. Maybe.
1: It was a celebrity, celebrity look-alike like...
0: that lived there in that house at one point, and you know he was just looking for gigs. I mean, there's not a ton of work when you're an Abraham Lincoln impersonator. Yeah. I mean, I assume that there are some. You know, um, Presidents' Day, you're probably busy. Um, you know, Fourth got- of July. Fourth of July. Of you course. know, mattress store openings, like <laughs> on, you know, Memorial Day or whatever. But yeah, maybe he was just looking for gigs. He just wanted to be seen. He's like, "You guys, I grew this beard.
1: Like hire me.
0: Hire me. I'll I'll even perform in a closet." (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, that's spooky. Yeah.
1: Didn't something happen to your to your man? Yeah. So when he was little, uh, he lived in the garage apartment on this property. There was like a main apartment and then the garage and him and his mom lived in the garage apartment. In Florida. In Florida. So um and then there was they had a yard and then at the very end of the property was another house that I think was empty at the time. Um so you know, he was a kid, he was like playing around and he went to that back house and on the back side of the house There was, like, a small strip of land, and then there was the fence to the property. And then beyond the fence was just, like, trees and junk. Um, So he was, like, playing in that small strip of land that was between the back of the house and the fence. And then he heard, uh, like, a branch snap. And he looked, and there was this deflated basketball um, in the yard. And suddenly it just, like, exploded in flames. Weird. And then he found out later that uh, some guy who lived in that back house um, had gone in that strip of land and killed himself. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's really spooky. And also a branch snapping... Um, Because another thing I'm obsessed with is Foley artists. Oh, The people that do the sound effects on movies in post-production. And that's a lot of times what they use for bones breaking. (gasps) I didn't know that. So it could have been a bone (gasps) breaking. It sounds the exact same. Whoa. (laughs) Do you want to hear some ghost voices? Yeah. All right, it's time for EVPs. Or EVP, please. Mm. Sensual. I know. Sorry, I got a little (laughs) sexy there. Do you know what um, an EVP is? Yeah. Electronic voice phenomenon. So I go to YouTube. I find real paranormal investigators' uh, footage or um, recordings that they've caught of ghosts. And I want you to guess what they believe this ghost is saying. Now, I know that you're from Nebraska. Yeah. And so I found a couple of Nebraska ghosts. Oh, cool. This first one is from Omaha Paranormal. Aren't you from Omaha? Yeah. Oh, my
1: gosh. Shout out. Shout out. What's up, O-Town?
0: O-Town. O-Town, the band. Are they from Omaha? Orlando. Oh, there's another O-Town. This is at the Squirrel Cage Jail.
1: That's, can I just say something? Yeah. That's actually in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Oh, but, yeah, but, but this is Omaha, Omaha paranormal. paranormal investigated it. Yeah, yeah which yeah. is yeah. council Bluffs is basically Nebraska. Yeah, they okay. do the whole
0: area. Oh, okay. Omaha oh, Paranormal. Great. They're, they're, they're all branching over. out, honey. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Okay, so tell me what you think this ghost is saying. Now, I think that there's some humans talking in the yeah. background, but it's like. <sighs>
1: oh, yeah, I heard that scream.
0: Dang! I'll try one more yeah. time.
1: It sounds like he's going.
0: Ow!
1: <laughs> Ow.
0: <laughs> Is it A. Let her go. B. I don't know. <laughs> C. nom nom. nom. <laughs> or D.
1: I want pinto. You know, like when you go to Chipotle, they say black or pinto. <laughs> And so they were saying Pinto. (laughs) Let her go. I don't know. Yes, it's it's, I don't know. Oh, God.
0: Here, let's try another one. Okay. This is from Simeon Paranormal. It says that they did overnight at the Elk City Cemetery Mm. in Elk City, Nebraska. Ooh. Yeah. Tell me this one. Oh, yeah, P.S. There's some dramatic I was like,
1: I hear <laughs> music. There's
0: dramatic piano in the edit um, that's playing underneath. Don't let go. Oh! <laughs> play it again, play it again, Yeah. Don't
1: let go. It sounds like they're saying don't let go.
0: Oh, interesting you say that. Is it A? I don't even know. <laughs> B? I love piano. Because there's piano playing. (laughs) Yeah. C. Don't let go. Or D. Oh, don't you know? That's what I. (laughs) Do people talk like that in Nebraska? That's what I think. No, that sounds like a. Is that Wisconsin? Yeah, Fargo. I didn't know. I don't know. Don't let go. Don't let go. (laughs) It's totally don't let go.
1: It almost sounds romantic, honestly. Oh, it's like it's like Titanic. Yeah. I well, think that's I, just a clip from Titanic they, like... <laughs>
0: put some piano yeah. over.
1: <laughs> and, like, roughed it up a bit. A little bit. Don't let go. Don't let go.
0: P.S., the piano's, like, <clears throat> kind of put me in the romantic mood. <laughs> um. Okay, that's it. Wow. That's all. What do you got going on? You got anything Nothing to plug? Nothing much.
1: <laughs> uh... I don't have anything to plug. Um, Hopefully, uh, but you know, just keep your eye out because a lot next year later. Oh, I got a lot. Yeah, I mean, I'm just telling you. Yeah, I can't talk about it. Yeah, that's that's what I'll say. Um, Yeah, but you're also
0: one of those people. I have very few friends like this in Los Angeles that are just like, oh yeah, like I just did this thing, and it's like, oh, you did a full season of a TV show? Is that (laughs) thing that you did? So, I don't trust that you probably, I'm sure you have a billion things going on right now, but... Um, we'll see.
1: We'll see. Don't let go. Don't let go. <laughs> what, I, what was the other one? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They rhymed. You did too. I don't did know and don't let go. Yeah.
0: Isn't that like uh, the movie Frozen.
1: Let it go. Let it go. This is like don't let it go. Let
0: it go, honey. Maybe they watch Frozen they're like, no, 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 no. Well, that was my week in a nutshell. That's the most paranormal investigate-y type stuff that I've done uh in a very long time in one week. So I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, shout out to both of my dear friends, Johnny Reinhardt and Tipper Newton for being great sports and especially poor Johnny. I feel so bad for him. He didn't even get to sleep that night. Uh, but, but we survived and, Thank you so much to being so accommodating uh, the Julian Gold Rush Hotel. I really enjoyed my stay. I'm just a crazy nutcase that can't deal with ghosts. So uh, thank you all for listening. I love you guys so much. Um, please join our Facebook group. I actually have a very funny episode coming up with my dear friend Laganja Estranja from RuPaul's Drag Race. And we are reading a bunch of ghost stories, and that'll be dropping real soon. So look out for that. You can always put the ghost stories in the Facebook group called Ghosted by Roz Dressvallez, or you can, um, you know, like the page. We also have a page Ghosted by Roz Dressvallez on uh, Facebook. I am on Facebook. Uh, I'm on. I, well, I have a Facebook page, Roz Dressvallez, but I also am on Instagram at Roz Drezfeles. Help me become Instagram famous. And actually, I'm going to start doing cameos soon, I guess. So if you want a a personalized message of me saying something to you, uh, look out for that. I'm sure I'll post about it on my social media whenever I get that finally up and rolling. And um, please leave a five-star review, five-star rating, on Apple Podcasts, and you can leave a ghost story or just something really nice to say about the show in your uh, five-star review on uh, Apple Podcasts, and maybe I'll read it on the show. I don't know. If you go to my Instagram, I'll have all the shows coming up where you can see me live and in person. And um yeah, I'm so I'm so happy that you guys are listening and liking the show. So I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye. A, podca-
1: <clears throat> A podcast network.